Hi, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome, everyone, and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you are in the best of health, best of strength, and most importantly, in the best of spirits, especially with everything that is going on out there today. It is extremely important that we we truly hold on to the living God and his son, Jesus Christ, because that's our only hope. It really is. Um, a lot of people are losing hope. It's some trying times for many people. But if we are in Christ, we can do all things through him who strengthens us. As always, before beginning, I'd like to start by giving all thanks, all praises, all honor and all glory to Father God Almighty, his Son Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Because without them, I am nothing. But because of Christ Jesus, I can do all things through him who strengthens me, including this podcast, as well as this podcast episode and this podcast series. Once again, also, I'd like to take some time out to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening, downloading, sharing, commenting, liking, following, or subscribing. I truly appreciate it. I thank each and every one of you. Where I am at, the temperature is currently 52 degrees and the time is 10.07 p.m. And it's night. I am currently sipping on a cup of orange spice tea with some apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, slice of lemon, and some Splenda. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have arrived at part six of the Book of Esther series entitled, For Such a Time as This. So today's episode is inspired by the Book of Esther and it will be coming from chapter eight. And the name and title of today's episode is... How can I endure evil and destruction? This is episode number 084. So sit back, relax, grab yourself your favorite hot or ice cold beverage, and join me in a few minutes as we get started. So I'll see you back in a few. Are you in need of some encouragement? You know, something to give you a little pick-me-up during the day or evening. Well, why not check out the Nuggets of Thankfulness podcast featured on 
Spreaker.com, Podomatic, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts can be heard. listening to the Words of Encouragement podcast with yours truly, Arlena. Stay tuned. Esther chapter 8. I will be reading from the New King James Version. Esther saves the Jews. On that day, King Ashesaurus gave Queen Esther the house of Haman the enemy of the Jews. And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told how he was related to her. So the king took off his signet ring, which he had taken from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. And Esther appointed Mordecai over the house of Haman. Now Esther spoke again to the king, fell down at his feet and implored him with tears to counteract the evil of Haman the Agagite and the scheme which he had devised against the Jews. And the king held out the golden scepter toward Esther. So Esther arose and stood before the king and said, If it pleases the king and if I have found favor in his sight, and the thing seems right to the king, and I am pleasing in his eyes. Let it be written to revoke the letters devised by Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, which he wrote to annihilate the Jews who are in all the king's provinces. For how can I endure to see the evil that will come to my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my countrymen. Then King Ashesaurus said to Queen Esther and Mordecai the Jew, Indeed, I have given Esther the house of Haman, and they have hanged him on the gallows because he tried to lay his hand on the Jews. You yourselves write a decree concerning the Jews as you please in the king's name, and seal it with the king's signet ring. For whatever is written in the king's name and sealed with the king's signet ring, no one can revoke. So the king's scribes were called at that time, in the third month, which is the month of Sivan, or Sivan, on the 23rd day, and it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded to the Jews the satraps, the governors, and the princes of the provinces from India to Ethiopia, 127 provinces in all, to every province in its own script, to every people in their own language, and to the Jews in their own script and language.
And he wrote in the name of King Ashesaurus, sealed it with the king's signet ring, and sent letters by couriers on horseback, riding on royal horses bred from swift steeds. By these letters, the king permitted the Jews who were in every city to gather together and protect their lives, to destroy, kill, and annihilate all the forces of any people or province that would assault them, both little children and women, and to plunder their possessions. On one day in all the provinces of King Ashesaurus, on the 13th day of the 12th month, which is the month of Adar, a copy of the document was to be issued as a decree in every province and published for all people so that the Jews would be ready on that day to avenge themselves on their enemies. The couriers who rode on royal horses went out, hastened and pressed on by the king's command, and the decree was issued in Shushan, the citadel. So Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal apparel of blue and white with a great crown of gold and a garment of fine linen and purple. And the city of Shushan rejoiced and was glad. The Jews had light and gladness, joy and honor. And in every province and city, whenever the king's command and decree came, the Jews had joy and gladness a feast and a holiday. Then many of the people of the land became Jews because fear of the Jews fell upon them. Welcome back. Okay, so that was just a reading of Esther chapter 8. So according to chapter 8, the very same day that Haman was hung, the king gave Queen Esther the house of Haman, the enemy of the Jews. Esther finally told the king that Mordecai was related to her. And of course, Mordecai went before the king and then the king took off his signet ring and gave it to Mordecai the Jew. Now this is the very same ring that he took off previously in the earlier parts of the book of Esther and gave to Haman. So at this point, Mordecai has taken the place of Haman. Esther also appointed Mordecai over the house of Haman. So not only was Haman's plot overthrown and he was a victim of his own evil. His position was given to Mordecai as well as Mordecai was put over or in charge of his house. She also begged the king to counteract the evil that Haman had planned against her people 
by writing that evil decree. Esther said to the king, If it pleases the king, and if I have found favor in your sight, and the thing seems right to the king, and I am pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to revoke the letters devised by Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite. She further goes on to say, How can I endure to see the evil that will come to my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my countrymen? The king told both Queen Esther and Mordecai to write a new decree that they both saw fit. At least this time, the king had two people that he could truly trust to write a fair and honest decree. And he told them to write a new decree that they both saw fitting concerning the Jews and his name. And he gave them permission to seal it with his signet ring after it was written. The king's scribes were called in the third month, which is the month of Sivan, on the 23rd day. It was written according to everything that Mordecai commanded to the Jews, satraps, governors, and the princes of the provinces, to every province in their own language. And after they had finished writing that new decree, Mordecai sealed it, with the king's signet ring. And he then sent letters by the couriers on horseback riding on royal horses bred from swift steeds, which is a horse that is made for riding. I had to look that up. The letters allowed the Jews in every city to gather together and protect themselves. They were also given permission to destroy, kill, and annihilate all forces of any people or province that would dare try to assault them. And this also included little children and women, and to also plunder their possessions. A copy of the document was to be issued as a decree in every province and publish for all the people so that the Jews would be ready on that day to avenge themselves against their enemies. So basically this was like a a new decree to kind of counteract the one that Haman had written previously. Because once the king gave a word, he could not go back on his word. He could not revoke the previous decree. So instead a new one was written, which gave the Jews permission to defend themselves against their enemies, whether it be man, woman, or child, and to plunder them. You know, if if the enemies tried to lay hands on them, they were to defend themselves. A copy of the document, of course, was also to be issued as a decree in not just in Shushan, but in every province 
and to be published for all the people so that the Jews would be ready on that day to avenge themselves against their enemies. And the decree was issued in Shushan, the citadel. Mordecai went out from the king's presence dressed in royal apparel of blue and white. He was wearing a great crown of gold and a garment of fine linen and purple. Only well-to-do people were able to wear purple back in those days. It was a sign of prominence. And the city of Shushan rejoiced and were glad. Mordecai went from being a gatekeeper to sackcloth and ashes to royal apparel of blue and white and a fine linen and purple with a great crown of gold upon his head. Tell me God ain't good. Oh my goodness. He indeed is good. He turned everything around, not just for Mordecai, but also for the people of Israel who lived in those provinces that were ruled by King Zeres. And of course, Esther, who went from Mordecai's house to becoming the queen. So God's hand was all in this. And it surely worked out to the benefit of his people. The Jews, of course, had light, gladness, joy, and honor. Um, there's a, a, a verse somewhere in the Bible, I don't remember where it is, where it says the people rejoice, you know, when there's a, a righteous head over them. But they groan, you know, when it's an evil head. Something to that. That's kind of paraphrasing it a little bit. Where the decree went throughout the provinces, the Jews had joy and gladness. And they also had a feast and a holiday. And many people of the land became Jews because the fear of the Jews fell upon them. And that all happened because of God. Because of God using Esther and because of God using Mordecai. And also, in a way, because of God also using Vashti. Because it did start there. So, it turned out for their good. The evil that the enemy meant, God turned it around for their good. In the same way, God could turn their evil around for good if we trust him in his time, in his way, he'll do the same for us. Are you currently facing attack and persecution? Are you feeling overwhelmed from the fiery attacks and threats of the enemy or from your enemies, which is still the enemy? Hold fast. Place your trust in the living God and his son, Jesus Christ. And just like he turned things around for Esther, Mordecai, and the people of Israel, 
He can also do the same thing for both you and I. So let us not give up. Don't give up. Victory is yours. Victory is also mine. Because God is on our side. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, take our troubles and turn them around into blessings like you did for Queen Esther, Mordecai, and the Jews for your name's sake. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I hope that you enjoyed the sixth installment in the Book of Esther series entitled For Such a Time as This. We have now come to the quote of the episode. And this episode's quote reads, Let us sing God's praises in anticipation of things to come. And that's by none other than the late Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers. Once again, I'd like to take some time out to say thank you to each and every one of you for, you know, joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that this episode, this podcast, this series has been a blessing to you. And indeed, if this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you or this series, please feel free to share it with others. Share the gospel. Please feel free to subscribe to the Words of Encouragement podcast on iTunes.com, Spreaker.com, Podomatic.com and everywhere podcasts can be heard. And if you like, you can also feel free to check out my other podcast, which is entitled The Nuggets of Thankfulness Podcast, which is a devotional audio also featured on all platforms where podcasts can be heard. You can also check out my blog if you like at www.arlenaflanders.wordpress.com. And on that note, I would like to say this before ending. I have not been really active on my blog for a long time. And um, I wrote a couple of articles. But one article, or one blog post in particularly, has gotten a lot of views. And when I wrote that blog post, it actually came from at that time I used to do a segment on my podcast called the heroes of faith and I featured a few people as part of that segment and one of the people that I featured I of course I featured Jim Elliott the late Jim Elliott the late Corey Ten Boom um and of course one of them also was Amy Carmichael And the Amy Carmichael, I decided to just go ahead and share it as a post because so that more people could get to know about some of these people, because there's a lot of people that have really given up their lives Their You know, they gave up their, their lives. They gave up the right to marry. They gave up the right to have children. They gave up the right to everything in order to follow God. And she was one of those women. And she opened up an orphanage in India. So she's very much well loved. And even though she's been long gone onto her glory, the orphanage that she opened up in India is very much still alive. And so is her legacy. And she is well, you know, her history is well 
sought it out. So a lot of people kind of try to look up stuff about Amy Carmichael. And by the grace of God, my blog post, which was featured on Amy Carmichael, is one at the top of the list. So I get a lot of views, you know, to my my blog for this one particular post. There's also Corey Ten Boom, but this one really gets the most from India, from all the UK. I'm I'm like, wow, one article because of one woman. And what she allowed God to use her to be able to do. And of course, by the grace of God, he led me to post that blog post. Like I said, it was something that I did on the, my heroine of, or my heroes of faith segment that I used to do. I no longer do it because it really takes a lot out of me. And I just decided, let me share it. Just like I did with Corey Ten Boom. I don't think I did one with Jim Elliott. I didn't post any with Jim Elliott, but I do have an episode where I did a segment on the late Jim Elliott as well. And I would have never thought that that thing would have went, you know, through the roof. But I'm glad. Not because, well, I'm getting all these views because, no, I don't get paid for them. But for the fact that I'm glad that God could use me in this capacity to be able to shine some light on this lady that hopefully somebody can see Christ. So I do find that as a blessing. Will I get back to the blog? Maybe at some point. But I just wanted to say that real quickly. And like I said, once again, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And I look forward to being with you on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. And depending on where you are at in the U.S., stay warm. I know there's some storms out there, so stay warm. And remember that as long as there is life, there's still hope. And it's never too late to accept Christ. We have to do it now. We can't wait until we have passed on. Now is when we got to make things right. You understand? Many people are leaving the face of this earth every day you turn on the television, the news, whether it's the internet, wherever. Every day, people are dying left and right. Young people, many without Christ, by suicide. I mean, the list goes on. So many different things. So be safe and be blessed. See you in the next episode.